Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Only God on Launching Podcast. In this episode, I am speaking to Shafan Myers, and um, we had a lot of interesting things to talk about today. Um, it's definitely about showing up confidently and how that can help your business. But we also talk about you know the other side of it, where you do not show up confidently and how that can hurt your business. And then we have a few tangents, um, but like we said, you know that's kind of where the goal is. So we love those tangents. So a lot of good stuff in there as well. Uh, we talk about sales calls too and how you know we make it into being an awkward thing when it really doesn't have to um Shofan has some great ways of looking at it so definitely check this episode out um if you want to you know show up a little bit more confidently on um, social media in your business in anything basically so without further ado let's just jump right into it have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wesker, and today I have Chiffon with me. Welcome, Chiffon. Hi, I am good. You? I'm so excited to have you on, and you're just a ball of energy, and I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say that I feel like I and this is lights me up because obviously with COVID mm, like just yeah. seeing people I'm like oh my gosh I'm seeing someone even though I'm not like physically I'm seeing you yeah just so I'm excited to people I mean oh god <laughs> I don't know if you've been in isolation but I have with my son he got COVID uh we got he tested positive COVID I don't we couldn't actually tell if yeah. he had it because he didn't have any symptoms but being in quarantine or oh, isolation wow. for 10-12 days it is yeah i don't even know how to describe it it's awful oh we have we have been quarantined but i will say we are like because i'm here in california so we're starting to come out it's kind of that slow (laughs) migration people are still apprehensive but um yes we can still go out and kind of do our own thing everything's outside here mostly Mm -hmm. so like that makes it easy because of the weather um but i'm going to say better you than me because I think that my kids would have been like, probably, can we get out faster than I would have said, can mm-hmm. we get out? Because I think my kids were like, oh my gosh, please just let us out. Let's just just, just say, let us out. You know, his gaming time and iPad, you know, he got a little bit more than he used to. <laughs> I will say for my son, yes. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, for real? I was like, no, dude, just go ahead. It's okay. Don't worry about the time <laughs> limit. You, you good. You good. He was like, oh, for real? Like, he literally mm-hmm. was like, really? I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. So, yes, <laughs> I understand that. Awesome. Um, 
before we get into anything specific about uh, what we're going to talk about today, which is, you know, confidently showing up in your business and, um, you know, how to translate that to marketing and sales, which is your thing. Um, why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us who you help and how you help them. Sure. Um, I am Siobhan Myers. I am, I like to call myself kind of a marketing and sales mm-hmm. business coach because what I really try to do is hone in on what your specific zone of genius is and bring that out of you so that you can confidently show up and ask for the sale. Um, I think oftentimes and specifically women, we, uh, we will hide. We're hide. We're doing everything in our business, but not mm-hmm. showing up in our business. And that means talking to your clients, interacting with your clients, connecting. And that's something that as a personal brand, as someone who has like, I run three businesses and it's like personal branding is huge for making sales and being the face of a business. So that's why I'm so passionate because once you realize what lights your soul on fire and you realize people will actually pay you for that, we are off mm-hmm. to the races. So I help you figure that out and help you market. I love and, it. That. and we kind of had a little mini coaching before we got on the show today. And, you know, you <laughs> helped me a little bit by just letting me know that what I have been thinking about is exactly what I should be talking about. So I kind of have already found my mm-hmm. genius. but oh my God, I got to tell you, that has been a journey of, I don't know, let's say a couple of years, maybe, you know, it's not something that happens overnight. So having someone help you find that son of genius. I mean, that is incredibly valuable. It is. And I think it's funny because even for myself, I've learned a lot of the things that we resist Mm -hmm. the most are actually the things that we are really, really good at. And it's crazy and it's baffling. And so when I ask certain questions, people would be like, why are you asking me that question? I'm like, oh, I'm just asking, just to see, just, just asking. And then they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that's for you, boo. That's what you need to be doing. That's mm. your purpose. And they're like, oh my goodness. But it makes so much sense. Once you realize that that is your zone of genius and you realize that it's probably something that you've dealt with in the past, it makes it so much easier to talk about it. It makes it so much easier for you to show up as that person and then market and sell because you know, like you've been down that line. I've been down the line of being able to feel confident and be full, you know, comfortable yeah. in my skin. And, you know, I am not slim <laughs> by any means. And, but I will rock a stage. I will go and speak to thousands of people because I am confident in how I was. Have I always been that way? For the most part, yes, but it was some issues there. And that's what I help people with, empowering and inspiring them because there is something in you to market and sell. You usually just have to get it pulled out of you and then you're off to the races. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, that deeper purpose, I mean, it's it's so important uh, to have that, not just to, mm-hmm. you know, have something to talk about, but just for yourself to have something to guide you and lead you into the future. I mean, and I think it's funny because people talk about Mm -hmm. purpose a lot and they talk about the why and why you do things. And it's like people who have not found that, it's almost like you're aimlessly wandering around trying to be like, 
Like it is like it. I, it yeah. So if I, because I'm like, well, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. And then it's like when you truly sit and you're like, I actually really enjoy. Like this is what lights me up. This is mm-hmm. my why. It's like for, and I know for me, it truly is the aspect of empowering and inspiring women to do what they want and get paid for it. Like in a nutshell, that's what it is. You put a pretty bow on it, do whatever, but that's what it Mm -hmm. is in a nutshell. And it's like, when you realize that there's no, like, that's what I get out of bed to do every day. It's like, that's that push. Like, you know, like sometimes when you wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, I just need you to like, give me a push to get out of bed. That's the push. That is that push when you know what your purpose and why is. And, um, you know, if you're going to get a little bit specific about that, how do we even start finding out, you know, what is our sonic genius? What is our deeper purpose? Just to have some steps to maybe help people kind of dig into that. Oh, this, this Ooh. is <laughs> your favorite juiciness. I, cause this is actually something that I think is so funny because kind of a little history about me. I, I own three companies. So I started off in the wedding industry. And so I created a wedding blog. That's the only wedding blog in the world for plus size brides. And so my whole mission there was to show up because I was a plus size bride and just create imagery that looked like me. Like I wanted to be able to open up granite, magazines, blogs, similar, but obviously I Mm -hmm. wanted to go to a blog and see someone that looks like me. And I was always like, I'm just about empowering and inspiring people to just, regardless of your size, your weight, I want you to feel beautiful. And so I was like, okay, I love that. And then I just always had a calling Mm -hmm. for doing more. And I was like, I love business. People started asking me about business. They're like, how did you start your blog? How do you make money? And I was like, you know, this is what I do. And then I found our Mm -hmm. person, James. James. (laughs) I found him. Yes. And I was like, and, and I'm telling you, I came in, Ken. I was like, I'm creating this business. I have prepared bride. This is what I want to do. And I got in. And as you know, he literally smashed you in your face pretty much and was like, is that really it? <laughs> like, I was like, I want all the business. I want all the business. I need all the steps so I can make more money. And then I realized I actually really enjoy helping people make more money because that's what people were asked. That's mm-hmm. what they were asking me about. Then it translated into the same empowering and inspiring. And I was like, okay, is this an underlying issue? Like, is this something that's there? Because it kept, it was literally, it was always on my mind. I was always that person that was inspiring and empowering people. And then my third company I just purchased is a conglomerate of about 30 wedding blogs. And so... Yeah, so it's about, and I was a co-founder of it, and now I'm the CEO of it, and now it's the same thing. So it's with these wedding blogs, but I'm not just plus-size brides. I'm brides all over the world can now be inspired and empowered by me to feel beautiful on their wedding day. And it's like I noticed this underlying theme of this empowering and inspiring. And that's when I knew that was my purpose because that's what I struggled with when I was young. I struggled with like just being empowered by someone and feeling like, how am I going to motivate people? And that's what you have to do. When you're trying to figure out your purpose, you have to look and say, where in my life was I not fitting in? Where in my life have I struggled? What is my biggest struggle point? 
And for me, it has been a lot of times around how I show up, how I am, specifically for me with my weight a lot of times. And so it's like, that's where I knew that I was empowering people, regardless of how you feel like I want to help you be empowered and inspired. And I had to go and look like, what is my biggest fear? What was my biggest fear? And that's the underlying purpose and why. And people think like, is it that easy? It literally is because we were just saying it's something that Mm -hmm. you've dealt with. So I can speak with it extremely well. I can speak to it because it's been me. I've been in that spot before. Yeah. And I just want to point out that, you know, you said you help or empower, inspire female entrepreneurs or female coaches. And I love that you're doing Mm -hmm. that because I think, you know, back in the day, Sure, you had a few, you know, female uh, figures that you know could inspire and empower you. But I feel like there's so much more now than was before, and you're kind of a part of that. And I just love seeing female mm-hmm. entrepreneurs just showing up and doing great big things. And I mean, yeah, it's a wonderful world we're living in these days. Oh my! And it's so because I think even like when I talk to. You know, when I talk to my kids and they see me with my wedding blog and then now they see me now and because I have a 15 year old daughter and I'm just like, she's just like, she's like, mom, she's like, you just like, and I think it was so funny because I know you said your son was 10, but so when they get older, they don't want you to actually be around them. <laughs> it's thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at a football game and she was like, so, of course, my husband and I were like, okay, we're going to be sitting over here. She's like, why are you talking to me? And so I was like, okay, Lord, I'm so sorry. And so she actually came and told me later, she was like, mom, I just want you to know that all of my friends thought that you look so cute and that your outfit was so cute. And they just loved like how you like showed up. And it made me feel a certain way because I realized once again, it's this whole empowering and inspiring specifically women, specifically women who might be dealing with how they feel about themselves to show up because you can look amazing And you can make those sales and market yourself the way you want to. And it's just, once you find that why and purpose, you will see that it's underlying throughout everything that you're doing. Yes, exactly. Love that. I go on on tangents, (laughs) I'm sorry. We love tangents. (laughs) We really do. (laughs) That's usually where the goal is, you know? (laughs) It is actually, that is true. That is very true. Uh, But, you know, showing up confidently, in your business, what does that look like in your opinion? When I see someone showing up confidently in their business, I see someone who is unequivocally, unapologetically, authentically showing mm-hmm. up as themselves. Meaning, you are showing who you are because people buy from people. It is not just about your products, it is not just about your services, it is about you as a person, because that's who people Mm -hmm. buy from. So it's you being present. And I think I have to talk to a lot of clients because like, oh, Shafan, I did this post and I did this post and I show up and and I showed up and I'm like, yes, that's the first step. But now let's go out there. Let's do a video. Let's go out there and maybe show some pictures of yourself on your feed, on your social channels, because people want to see that you're not a foreign person, foreign as in like not real, (laughs) because they're like, they don't know if you're a bot or something. Because most times if you just see all of these quotes or you just see all of these graphics and you don't see a real person, 
there's no way that you can expect someone to buy from you because they don't even know if you're real. So just having that real connection, that's when I know that someone is confidently showing up in their business and then not being afraid to ask for the sale. And I know I deal with this a lot because people are like, I don't know how to ask for the sale. You just ask for the sale. And so then we get to the meat and potatoes Oh, I, I really can't. I'm not ready to show up like that right now. Oh, oh, oh. there is where the there is where it lies. That's where we start digging into. It's getting yeah. comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, asking for the yes. sale. Obviously, you know it's really that simple, but it's not always that easy, right? So <laughs> how do yes. how do how do they get over that fact? You know, um, of just asking for that sale. I think the part of it is people get people get all caught mm-hmm. up in their feelings and I'm going to do some Drake. They get all caught up in their feelings because they're like, I'm asking for the sale. Oh my gosh. I don't know what you are truly just serving your client. You are serving your audience. You are giving them access to something, the opportunity to have their problem solved, to get out of the pain that they are dealing with. That's all asking mm-hmm. for the sale is. And it's like when we get all wrapped up, like, what do I say? What do I do? How do I ask for it? Shafan, what's my script? <laughs> exactly. You just tell them that you can help them and how you can help them get mm-hmm. out of pain. And I and it's so funny when I say it like that. They're like, that's all. And I'm like, yes. Now there's definitely some things that you might have to just uncover about yourself showing up and doing that. But in the nuts and bolts of it, that's all it is. But it does take a lot of, and you know this, a lot of the aspect of getting out of the, what are people going to think about me? The fear of judgment, the fear of what are people going to say? The fear of not saying it right. The fear of rejection. All of those things, yes, they come into play. But the main aspect of it is truly just serving Mm -hmm. someone. And when you're serving, and it's so funny, I had a client who came to me one day and she was like, okay, Siobhan, she was like, what do I need to do? Let's go over these bullet points. And um, she was like, I have this whole script done. I'm about to go live. I said, number one, I need you to throw out that script. She was like, excuse me. I was like, I need you to throw out the script because when you read from a script, you are not speaking from the heart. The heart is where you are truly serving someone and giving them exactly what they need. That is where you do a sale. That is how you ask for the sale. I am genuinely sharing with you how I can help you. And that is the components of asking for a sale. Everything else we can work on and get through, but that is the true component. And I, you know, from personal experience as well, you know, getting on uh, one-on-one calls or sales calls or, you know, uh, discovery calls, whatever you want to call it. um, You always do, you know, kind of a bit of a coaching maybe you're giving some tips you give some strategies whatever and then you kind of transition into the sales pitch if you will mm-hmm. and i know that can be extremely awkward because it's like you're going from helping somebody to okay now give me your money <laughs> well ken if that is how we're doing it we might need mm-hmm. to have a session and that <laughs> no, but I, I think a lot of people feel that way about it no, oh, you, I think 
the majority of mm-hmm. people feel that way. And I think the thing when you're dealing with a transition, when you cannot easily transition, that's because you were making it mm-hmm. about you at that point in time. If I'm sitting here and I'm serving you and I'm telling you different things that you need, the aspects. Of, and so let's think about a sales call. First off, let's go through the aspects of a sales yep. call right now. So when you come to me, hello, Ken, how are you? You called, you know, you wanted to make this call. How can I help you? What can I do for you? What are you struggling mm-hmm. with right now? And you allow them to talk about what they're struggling with. Great. So when you look at this in your business and you're just literally asking questions, trying to figure out what it is that they're dealing with, what it is that they are truly having an issue with, because oftentimes, and you know this, what they come with is not typically the problem that they (laughs) are having. Yeah. There's something deeper. Mm-hmm. Yes. And once you can get to that deeper part of it, then that's when you can truly start feeling where they are and knowing. And this is the thing. When you truly know that what you have to offer can help someone, it's not even about selling. It's about I'm trying to help you. I'm literally presenting. That's how you transition to it. I'm transitioning to, you know what? We've talked about what you're struggling with. We've talked about why you're struggling. We've talked about, you know, why this is important to you. We've talked about what your values are. All the things that I know are key for you. Would you like for me to go into really talking about how I have something that can truly help with those pain points, with that problem that you're having? And then it's about, yes, oh my gosh, please, let's talk about that. That is where you go into, this is how I can help you. This issue that you're talking about, this is how I can help you. This is the way that we can continue that and work together. This is the way that I can get you from A, where you are, to B, where you want to be. It's very easy, but it, I did not think about myself one time about that when we were just going through that. There was no thought about, what are you talking about, Siobhan? You can't do that. What are you talking about? They don't care. They None of that, because that is not about me. It's about you at the moment, because I was talking to you. It's about you and helping you. That allowed me to transition to it and not feel weird and get out of my own head, because it's not about me. It's about the client who you're talking to. Um, Do you think that we maybe might be setting the wrong expectations when we're getting into a call like that in the, you know, in the beginning of the initial call? Ooh, I want to know about. Ooh, let's let's get a little bit more specific. When you mean expectations, what do you um, mean? In terms of what the client or the person on the other end is expecting to get out of the call, are they? Have you set the expectations of you know? I'm going to show you how I can help you, and obviously that means you're going to invest. Or is it more like uh, we're getting on this call, we're going to talk through some through some things, and you know, that's that's it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. So, and I'm asking because Mm -hmm. I'm curious, because this is a question I get asked a lot. When you have done a sales call, what expectation did you put out there? And I'm just curious because I'm curious what What you say. Put out. Uh, Back back in the days, obviously, I did, you know, set the expectations of, you know, there's not going to be an investment. I'm just going to help you. We can talk some strategies, blah, blah, blah. And that's obviously mm-hmm. when it gets really awkward when you try to 
you know, get to the sales pitch and try to change the conversation. And the reason I ask that is mm-hmm. that's what exactly. most people do. That's why I ask that question because most people position, and we can call it a discovery call. Yeah. We can call it a we call it a thousand things. Call, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yes. They have all different names, but I think that they are two very different mm-hmm. entities. So if you are telling someone, let's have a discovery call where I can truly find out if what you are dealing with is something that I can help you with. That's different than if you're saying we're going to have a sales call. And I think a lot of times people have the expectation of combining Mm -hmm. the two. And when you have the expectation of combining the two, that's where it gets murky. And that's where you get in your feelings. Right. It has to be very clear We're having a discovery call. I am not going to pitch a thing to you. I am truly just having a discovery call to find out what your problem is, if I can help you. And then if something arises from there, then it does. Or, hey, I would like to jump on a sales call with you to find out if I can truly help you. And this is, I think, the part where people get confused because they don't want to say Mm. it's a sales call. They want to say it's yep. a discovery call because then people are going to be like, if I know it's a sales call, I'm not getting on the phone. Well, really, I didn't want you on the phone. If you if you are not in the mindset of getting on a sales call, then I might not want to talk to you if that's mm-hmm. what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on that. And people yeah. get confused. I think that's a really good point that you made yes. right there. Um, because we call it something else because we don't want to call it a sales call because we, you know, we're afraid of doing sales calls and you know getting to that sale or pitching that sale. And really, you're actually afraid to put it out as a sales call because Mm -hmm. no one's going to sign up as a sales call. But really, do you want to get on the phone and talk to people that don't know it's a sales call, that think it's a discovery call, but you want it to be a sales call? No. You don't want to be sitting there doing discovery calls all day for free, every single day. That's it. (laughs) That's not going to get you anywhere. Heck no. And I think that's the part where, and I love this question, because people really do try to put them together and then they get upset. Oh my gosh. When I tried to pick, because you positioned it as a discovery call. So someone is only thinking it's a discovery call or a consultation or you have people have all names for it. But once you are very upfront and explicit about what it is. And I know for me, anytime I'm getting on a call with anyone There is a form that you're Mm -hmm. filling out and there's also a point on that form where this is a sales call. So this is what you're looking at. There will be a way for us to continue working together if you choose, but they know that that expectation has been set. There is no part of this is a strategy call or a discovery call, whatever you want to call it. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know you were going to pitch me. That's what makes it awkward Mm -hmm. to transition to. It should be not all. It's not awkward if they know that's what's going to happen. You know, that's what's going to happen. It makes it super seamless when you make that known up front. Exactly. Simple as that. I love it. (laughs) No, but it's true. It's true. Um, Just, yeah, having that form uh, where you kind of explicitly say that, you know, we're going to get to some point where, you know, maybe I might be able to help you. And um, obviously, we're not going to do that for free. And I, and I even have clients, especially some of my mm-hmm. higher ticket clients that I tell them, I was like, we, there's no way that you need to get on with someone who is not qualified, who has not been yeah, pre-qualified that's a big thing. because that yeah. also takes that 
mm-hmm. awkward transition out of it. Because it's like, if you have a form and if we're doing high ticket and I'm thinking high ticket is 10K and above, if we're doing 10K and above, if we're looking at something like that, that's going to be made known right. yeah. on the form. So it's going to be made known. Like, this is a call for us to talk about this. If we're a good fit for each other, this is the range. You know, let's say starting off at 10, going up to whatever. Like, you put a range there so that they know this is what this container is mm-hmm. looking like. So then that's already a prequal right there, too. So then you know going into it, they know going into it, this is how we can work together if you choose on the back end. And, yes, you will get less but you will get yeah. more qualified. And that's and the name of the game. more sales, basically. That's, that's it. Yes, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, this was a little tangent again <laughs> from going from confidently showing up to talking about sales calls. <laughs> that's okay. I love it. <laughs> it's about sales. sales. Yeah. So like, that's exactly. my jam. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about, you know, confidently showing up in your business. Um Obviously, social media is probably a big thing because that's kind of where you put your face out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hide behind the emails and, you know, the written stuff that you do. But, yeah, mm-hmm. showing up with your face video, that's a huge thing, right? I think the thing, you know, this is what I tell people all the time. I was just talking to um, one of my one-to-one clients and she was like, she's like, Shafan, I'm going to write this post. And I said, you know what? you know what would be so much better is let's do a little Mm -hmm. short video and then you can pull excerpts out from that video to put in your post. Then you can pull stuff out from that to put in the email. So the way I like to think about it is if you do something that's written, written Mm -hmm. is great, but written doesn't allow you to have that shelf life. That doesn't allow you to actually be able to repurpose it other places. Like you can, let's say, if you do a short video or if you do something that actually you see something or you hear something. Because from that, you can pull out different things. But I know the video is hard for people. And that's something that a lot of people have to gradually work up to. And that's fine. But when you're looking at confidently selling yourself as a personal brand, as someone that someone is buying from, yes, video is always going to be better because they're going to see you. They're going to see your face. They're going to get to see your personality. They're going to get to feel your energy. And so it just makes it so much easier for people to connect with you because when you're selling, and even if you think like high ticket selling or anything like that, when you're selling like that, people want to see a face. They want to know someone. They want to get to know them personally. And that is so much easier through video. And I tell people, because I have clients, they're like, okay, I'm not ready for that. No worries. No worries. Let's start with writing and then really get good with expressing yourself. So then when you show up on video or when you go on podcasts, you can actually say those things because you've gotten good with how you write it, how you show up on your writing. But the you always want to go to having the ultimate goal being mm-hmm. video for sure. And um, I don't know, maybe, you know, if you not feel comfortable being on camera, uh, maybe a good idea could be to, you know, Record yourself, uh, no matter what, on video, so you get comfortable just doing that. But you don't have to actually use it. But you can, you know, get it transcribed and use that text for the written things that you're going to do and repurpose it in that sense instead of, you know, and that will just help you kind of, yeah, get confident of being on camera, even though you're not really showing up with that just yet. I think it's so funny. I had a um, I I had someone who I was working with, and I was like, okay. 
So we had gotten together her script so that she could get good with what she was saying. And she was like, Shafana, I did this video 45 oh times. <laughs> and I, I asked and this, I asked her, mm-hmm. I said, okay, do you feel more confident after that 45th time? She was like, oh my gosh, I could do it. She was like, I could just tell I felt more confident. I was standing up better. I was like looking into the camera. I said, mm-hmm. that's the goal. You cannot get better if you don't do it. And I think people hide from doing it because they have all these issues about it. And she didn't share it. Obviously, she didn't <laughs> share the 45 videos. She didn't. She literally shared the 45th yeah. video. That was the one that she shared. But I told her, and it's like, and it was so funny because when I talked to her and she told me this, and she was so excited. And she like, she was literally beaming because she was like, she was like, I didn't think it was going to happen, but it happened. Cause when I started, I was flubbing everything. I didn't know what I was saying. I was like just stumbling over my words, but she was like that 45th video was amazing. And when I had her look, I said, look at the first, look at the 45th. And she was like, it was so good. And she's like, I felt good even watching it. And I was like, that's what it's about. You have to try it. It's not going to be instant. It's not going to be where you're going to automatically do it. But it is about just keep trying it and keep trying it. And you will have 45 videos that you do on your own and you mm-hmm. share the 45th. And it's yeah. fine. And I think from personal experience that, you know, just um, being authentic to yourself and just yeah, speaking from the heart, such a huge part of mm-hmm. um you know, making the video feel better, look better, sound better. It just feels more genuine, I guess. It is. And I think you nailed it. That is what it is. Because when you are truly showing up as that authentic self, as your authentic self, that's when you Mm -hmm. become a magnet. That's when people are drawn to you. That's when people are like, I want what they have. I want to learn from that person. I want to see what they are doing. That's the part of it. And yes, you can get that through writing posts, but it's magnified when Mm -hmm. people see you. And that's the thing that I tell people is that that's where you have, that's where the script, like you are not showing up as your true authentic self all the time with the script because you're trying to follow the word. You're trying to figure out like, just speak. And if it's something that you know, Like we were just talking about, you know, how you do launches and how it's self-care and how it's making sure you're good. Mm -hmm. You know that backwards and forwards, like you know that. So it's like, you don't need a script to talk about that. You can say that from your heart and people will be like, wow, Ken is on some stuff right now. Yes, Ken. Like that's the part of it. And I think so often people are trying and they don't necessarily know what to say or how to say it. But when you find that thing, that thing that is you, you'll know exactly what to say. You know exactly how to and, say it. Uh, well, it doesn't hurt to have a few bullet points, but no scripts. True. And I will <laughs> give you, you bullet points. <laughs> I'm all for bullet points. I will, you know what, Ken? I'm going to let you in. It's so funny. I was just talking to my friends. And, she was talking, and so I was like, girl, bullet points are good. Bullet points are good. I have bullet points even. Okay, talk about this, talk about this. But as in having full scripts and full like, no, because I'm, and I have had them. They're like, I lost my, I lost my, like I lost my eye where I was. I didn't know where I was. And I was like, yeah, girl, I yeah. told you. And you're not connecting with your audience like, either when you're on video because you're not even looking at the camera. You're looking at what am I going to say? And it's like, oh, okay. 
And once again, you're making mm-hmm. it about you mm-hmm. and not about them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, I know. You know I had to throw that in there. You know I had to throw it in there. So let's talk about the other side, though. What, what does it do to your business if you're not confidently showing up? Ooh, this is my fave. I think what it does to your business is where most people are right now. And they know what it's doing because it's doing nothing. Like, they're not getting the sales. They're not feeling like they're getting the likes and the comments and the engagement, the leads. Like, that's how it feels. When you are not truly confidently showing up in your business and asking for that sale, that's when you feel like it's crickets. That's when you feel like you're that unheard entrepreneur and not that empowered and authentic CEO. That's the part about it because people come to me and they're like, I just, I'm not seeing it. I don't know why people don't hear me. I don't know why people don't see me. And I'm like, because you are not showing up as your true, authentic, confident self. And once you can get good with yourself showing up, and I feel like it's it's typically all about the mind yeah. chatter. And you know, like it's all about all the self-doubt, all the fears, all the things that's making mm-hmm. it about us. When if you can just take that away, because you know what to say. We all know what to say when it's in our hearts and it's what we know. But it's like you just have to get over that mind chatter and that's what people are staying stuck in. And that's when they're like, I'm not getting sales. I'm not getting anything. I launched to crickets. I didn't get this. I didn't get this. And I asked one question. How did you yourself truly show up? And they're like, yeah, I personally don't think I showed up. And showed up is very sure. vague. So a lot of times I, it is. I have to say, okay, so let's look at this. What did you do here? What did you do here? Was that your true authentic self? Did you come through as that true person? If you are that eclectic person that likes, I don't even know, whatever music, that likes whatever, did you come across as that true person? And like, no. I came up with how they thought, how I thought I should be, how I thought I should be this Mm -hmm. polished person. And I'm like, that's why, like, you're not coming across as you yourself, your true person. That's why they're not coming to you. That's why they're not liking that comment. That's why they're not hitting that buy now or signing up for your opt-in. They want to see you, the true you, the authentic. That brings me back actually. And I kind of started, you know, the business and all that stuff. It was like, putting on a shirt and you know dressing up and being all professional and all that stuff is like that was so far away from who i really was it's like why did i even do that but it's you know it's you think that's expected from you you know starting business you need to be professional mm-hmm. you need to look professional and all that stuff but it's not like that anymore maybe you used to be but it's not like that anymore well and i would say and in, I'm, in some I'm, businesses oh, obviously yeah, it was- is but you know no, it is. And I and it's funny because my husband is mm-hmm. very corporate. So he he like, you know, he has his office, he goes to corporate. And so he comes to me, he was like, Shafan, we can wear polos. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Is that a is, thing? Is that is that is that like no, I was like, is that me? And so he was like, oh, he was like, that is just showing like the progression, I guess of how it is changing. Like it's changing how people show up. It's changing what people expect to see in certain positions. And I think that is the part of truly embracing 
you yourself so that you can show up and confidently get the sale at yourself is just embracing yourself and bringing that all in. I thought for a long time when I was in my bridal brand, and this is really where it all started off for me when I was in my bridal brand and it's, it's, it's a big blog, like it's a big blog across the world. And so I had someone and they were like, you run that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. They're like, we never knew who did it. Like we didn't even, we never knew who ran it because I didn't show up as Chiffon Myers, the editor-in-chief of Pretty Bear Bride. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't show up like that. But once I stepped forward and they were like, oh, you run it? Oh, wow. Like it just exploded even more because they saw yeah. me. And then when I started Chiffon Myers Consulting, everyone was like, oh my gosh, you want to see your family. We wanted like, you, we, you talk about kids, but I've never seen them. And I was like, oh yeah, I have kids. And I started showing my kids and I started showing my husband and I started talking about my life with my business. That my friend is when my business exploded because people saw me. They saw me as the person behind the business and they related to me. And that's what they were drawn in by, not by all this, you know, people think all these graphics and all these things and sharing all these. No, they want to see you and your life and you as a real person. What do you like? What do you like to do? Infuse that into your brand and your business. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It was, it was mind blowing. Cause I was like, why do they want to see me? Like, I'm still getting results. You don't need to see me. And like, no, like we actually want to see you and you as a person. So it's very powerful when you can step forward as that person that runs the business, not just being in the mm-hmm. business. Do you feel that there's, um, you know, a fine line between, oversharing too much of that personal aspect versus the business aspect of it? Ooh, I think that's an interesting question. I think it is. And I think for me, and I am not going to say I'm any type of social media guru because I'm not. (laughs) That's not your thing. (laughs) But no, but I think what I have learned is that there is a certain aspect that I show like on my main feed. But then when you go to my stories, that's when I'll show like the pictures that I get with my like, daughter doing drawings from Mm -hmm. school or I'll show my kids outside playing or because that is that even deeper personal part Mm -hmm. of me that might not be something that you see like on that main feed because I do I show like family pictures and you know my husband and I'll go out places but like to truly get into the personal life of Shafan that's what I share in my stories but it still has its boundaries and I think everyone is going to have their boundaries you know my boundaries might not be your boundaries and I always like to tell people is that you want it to be you share as much as you feel comfortable with absolutely because, yeah, because it's going to be some people like, oh, my gosh, I would never show my kids. And I'm like, that's great. Like, that's on you. But for me, my kids are a huge part of my life. And it's like, that's why I have certain office hours. That's why if I'm meeting with a client, you might see my two-year-old walk up in here and be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, that's just me. But that's the type of person mm-hmm. I am. And if that's not what you're about, that's fine. But we might not need to work with each other. And I think when you think of it from a sales aspect the parts of you that you think that you need to hide are actually the parts of you that people want to see and draw them into you they make you real Mm -hmm. they make you a person and that's the part that so often people like oh i don't want to share that like actually that's why people sign up with you 
that's why people want to come to you because you are like that. Perfect. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I love you because you're like perfect. Yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what would you say before we wrap this up is, you know, what, what's your main takeaway from or for people to take away from this episode? I my main takeaway is, is I really want everyone to know that people buy from you because of you. So all the things that you feel that people don't want to see about you, that they don't want to know about you, those are actually your secret sauces. Those are the things, that's why people are drawn to you. That's what makes you a magnet and makes people be attracted to you are all of those little things that you feel like, I can't share that. I can't talk about that. That's a part of me, just as you said, when I put this shirt on, I don't share those things. But it's like, that's the true you. That's your sauce. That's the thing that's going to set you apart from any other coach or any other entrepreneur because they're not doing it. And when I have to look at this brand versus this brand, I'm going to go with the brand that is actually makes me feel like they are a real person Mm -hmm. that I can relate to. Because those things are how people relate to you. And that's why people are drawn to you. And that's why they'll pick you over someone else because they relate to you as a person. And that's what it's all about. I mean, how could we end this any better? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I'm, I'm sure people would love to connect with you after this episode. So where can people reach out to you, find out more about you? Sure. Um, I love to play on Instagram. That is usually like my favorite place that I like to play and I share everything. So I am Shafan Myers or at Shafan Myers. You can find me ShafanMyers.com. Um, and I always like DM me, say hi. I tell people I don't bite. Like I really don't. Like you can slide in the DMs and talk and ask questions. And if anything resonates that I share, please reach out. Cause I tell people, I was like, that's what Once again, that's part of being a true person Mm -hmm. is interacting and talking. So hit me up if you have any questions or anything. Beautiful. We'll link that up in the show notes so people have something to click on. Makes it a little bit easier. Um, But I would just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show and, um, you know, sharing all your knowledge with us. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. You're listening in and we'll catch Ben next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.